You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So... Turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. I had uh, my little boy's birthday. And uh, how, old, uh, how old did you have the, the choo-choo train cake or whatever that was going to be? Fire engine cake, yes. My wife fire did an engine. amazing job. And uh, nice. uh, she had little cupcakes all around the fire engine that were, and she had little um, flames coming out of them. Looked like flames cut out. Nice. Uh, it looked, nice. looked really, really cool. Yeah. So it was a good day. Decent weather. It started to rain a little bit at the end, so it was perfect timing. And. Uh, other than that, just a little Father's Day stuff, playing with the boy and all that. So it's been good. So anything today, is, so I've been like out of touch for the past like four or five days. Anything interesting happening in the industry? Well, you know, I was going through some of the stuff. Uh, not a lot of huge stuff, really. Uh, Google has revealed uh, some censorship requests are on the rise from the government. Um, no big surprise there, but it's a little spooky. Again, that's no surprise, yeah. though, because... Frankly, the government these days, Canadian and U.S., are getting a little scary. So, uh, so censorship, actual censorship requests, or like requests for information about what people are doing. Censorship, actually asking for particular things to be removed. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't get into all the details, but uh, it's all there for everyone to check out. It's on right now. It's on SearchEngineLand.com, and you'll find some info there. Um, Another thing was, and I'm sure you're up to date on this, uh, about Bing doing a local content deal with Yelp. Yep, yep. Now, what do you think about that? that? Sorry? What do you think about that? Well, I think, 
good on Bing. I mean, okay, everyone else who hasn't heard about this yet. So this means that Bing is now um, really tightly integrating with Yelp to offer Yelp review views and data in uh, Bing search results. And you know what? It's it's just adding that extra layer of quality to Bing, who is turning out more and more attractive these days thanks to Google's alienation of well everyone. I'm pretty sure that most people, I mean, in our industry, a lot of people saw that coming. There was that big, the big row between um, Google and Yelp a while ago, where Yelp was complaining that, that you know they weren't getting that Google was actually stealing their their content via the reviews and not giving them credit, and they they actually asked Google to take it down. So Google took down the reviews, and then things started. Or Yelp started complaining that they weren't getting any traffic from Google, and it was just a big big cluster of complaints between Google and Yelp. So it doesn't surprise me at all that they got in bed with Bing, especially if they did it under you know, pretty strict contractual you know, agreement. So it makes sense, and definitely in light of the fact that Google has specifically, you know, highlighting this they got um, reviews and rank ratings that, that in the new uh, review system in Local Plus or Plus Local, Google Plus Local. Yeah, you know what? I, you, you were going to actually talk about that last time, and I know you're not in a position to see your notes, so I, I don't mind introducing each point of it, but I would really like to cover a bit of that. Frankly, I need to get an updating on that. So would you mind if we do a little Google Places, convert it to Google Local? Sure, absolutely. Okay. It's very well, interesting. So what, what are the questions you have about it? Well... You know what? You've really covered it well here. So why don't we just get to that? So you, sh- you said you should still manage your business listing at Google Places for now. Uh, that's nothing more yep. to be said there. Um, well, let's, you're ver- let's even take it higher than that. Okay. Really, what happened with the conversion? Nothing changed. Nothing has really changed at this point, except for the fact that there's a new interface. That the pages look different. The algorithms are all the same. The way you manage your pages are all the same. Everything is the same except the way it looks and the URL. Um, the only minor differences are you can't do video anymore on the places pages. And I think the real reason behind that is because they're trying to integrate Google Plus into YouTube specifically, and then they'll probably tie YouTube into the places pages at some point as well. Um, the other thing is, of course, the uh, review system, which is the God. That's the other thing that changed. Um, but other than those two things, really, it's all exactly the same. Hmm. I mean, I'm not going to stay that way. The, the, this is pretty much just the, the shot over the bow of things changing. I almost guarantee by the end of the year there will be many more changes in the way local businesses have to deal with these, these pages online. Um, but for right now, it's pretty straightforward. The you know, algorithms are the same. You still manage your pages at uh, places pages, same place you used to. Um, other than that, well, the one thing that, that does stand out to me that has caused a huge ruckus is that uh, Google has switched from the star rating system to their Zagat rating system, or Zagat, however you want to say it. Um, and that's really, really impacted the bottom lines of a lot of businesses who were doing well because they were up in top in Google Local and they had the stars, like a 4 out of 4 or a 5 out of 5. Or, I mean, 4 out of 5 or 5, five out of 5 stars. Yeah, the star rating, so they don't do star ratings anymore. The stars are gone. What they're doing is a Zagat rating, or Zagat, however you pronounce it. And it's just like, a, I think it's a scale of 1 to 24, 1 to 25, broken up into three three categories. Um, and they show you the score, but it's not, I, I agree, it's not as impactful and immediate um, information as the star ratings were. 
it's either it's either a matter of people having to get used to that, or Google may or may not at some point decide, well, that is you know that is a better representation visually of. But who knows how they're going to do it? Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to stick with the Zagat rating system because they bought that company over a year ago, and they finally are using it. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. And well, I guess it's such a bizarre system. It's where out of thirty. Come from? Were those from Google uh, reviews? Were they from the Yelp and all the other review systems? Um, if they're primarily using a rating system now that doesn't even use stars, then how could they re-implement the stars? It's an interesting quandary. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to just grabbed a bumblebee that's in my office. I want it out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> One moment. Oh, there you go. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> just, let, just let it sting you and it'll die. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's yeah. That's a good idea. Everyone yeah. can hear me shriek on the air. <laughs> um, oh, and the other thing is, if if they're using a new system, say the God system, maybe this business doesn't have as many reviews in that system, so they're not getting as, as good a replacement in reviews as they were. And that could be it as well, depending on where they got, if the, if the places where they got the reviews or which ones are deciding to display anyway have changed dramatically, that could be another reason why they're seeing that loss in traffic that they're seeing, um, just because they don't have as good a reviews in this other system. They just need to start now focusing on this other system to get reviews as opposed to the ones they used to focus on. Google's always changing its algorithms, so maybe you've worked really, really hard to get reviews on a couple different sites that used the star system and you did really, really well because of it, but now you don't have any reviews in the Zagat system. Now you have to change your tactics and start getting reviews in that system. Um, to build well, aren't they going to be merging up. the data from the old into the Zagat? Yeah, they do. But if, if the star system was what you were, people seeing those stars is, is what was driving the click yeah. Yeah. now you're going to have to build up those numbers on the other system to get those click views drive through as well. Which is a whole other algorithm no one's familiar with, unless they've, they've been in the marketplace like restaurants or something for a long time, um, or, well, I guess yeah. any tourism industry that's quite strong. Uh, it's, it's quite yeah. interesting, I, and I just don't know. I, I think that uh, they've really lost something by taking away the stars. I thought it was a really easy way for me to figure out where the heck I was looking at, and uh, it's a mistake. That's See, my from my perspective, I always ignored the stars. And I didn't really start using the reviews until I used the, the God system. I actually saw myself using them more. So I think it's what people are used to, and people will get used to this change at some point. If they don't, if they don't revert, people will get used to what they're seeing now. Well, it's the one thing that time. my ever positive, uh, well, my ever ever positive employees, Chris, said uh, as soon as I told him about this, he says, oh, "That's great news." Like, why? He says, "Well." Puts all of our our new clients that are trying to get into local back on a sort of a neutral footing with the other guys, and that's true. And the other great thing about this this new review system is there's no more anonymous negative reviews. So to leave a review now in the the, the, uh, Google Google Plus local system, you have to be logged in to either Google Plus or Zagat. Now, it doesn't show your name immediately, so when you leave a review, it'll say a Google user or a Zagat user left this review, so it seems anonymous on the front end, but it's not. So, you know, you are able to, if there's a negative review, you can report it to Google. Google can look in and see, okay, this reviewer, this account was just created three days ago, has only left a one review. You know, and they, they can pretty much use their algorithms to tell or help decide if a review is valid or not. Um, there's also the ability to, to be, you know, it's either available now or will be available for a business 
to give feedback to its reviewers. So if somebody comes in with a really negative review, it's a real negative review, they can reach out, even semi-anonymously, at least contact that person and try to work something out with them. If it's a positive review, they'll be able to say, hey, thank you so much, here's a you know, 10% off coupon for next time you buy from us, something like that. So <laughs> the review system is not nearly as open to manipulation as it used to be. Oh, good. Really, it seems really like they're making thing. some inroads and taking a few steps back on a couple of things, in my opinion, but it's sort of the way Google goes. <laughs> so um, yeah, let's absolutely. take a quick break, and we get back. Uh, maybe we'll tie a couple of things up on that, and we've got a few other points in the news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Join the thousands of search and social media marketers at one of the largest events of the year, SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Learn more at sesconference.com. SES San Francisco 2012 kicks off three days of sessions with a keynote presentation by Google digital marketing evangelist Avinash Kaushik speaking about business optimization in a digital age. Check out daily Meet the Expert roundtables where you can take part in intimate and informative discussions with industry icons. Add over 70 sessions, a crowded expo floor, on-site training at the ClickZ Academy, the big search engine watch eliminator, goodbye, and webmasterradio.fm search bash, and you'll have SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Register for SES San Francisco 2012 today by clicking on the banner ads from the webmasterradio.fm website or go now to sesconference.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., uh, before the break, we were talking about Google Plus and uh, the changes from Google Places to Google Plus. Now, one thing I wanted to ask at the end of all this to sort of tie it up, John, is um, do you know anything about how it's going to be um, managed in the future? Do they give you any indication? I mean, I know you've been connected in the local market more than I am. Um, you know, do you know anything about what the interface will be like to change your profile or anything? I'd, I'd say that, that we just 
you know, nobody knows what it's going to look like. Google does, is not going to release that. Um, but we've talked, I've, I've talked to a number of people really deep in the local side, and we just know it's, the back end is going to change at some point. Most likely before the end of the year, they're going to do a, a major overhaul of how it works on the back end as well. They have to pretty much um, disappear the places altogether. Um, I know that this whole thing with Apple stopping them and replacing it with their own local um, services is going to really, you know, force them to try to kick it up a notch to make it even a better product with more features and more, you know, options. Um, so we'll see what they come up with to compete with that, but we know it's going to change. It has to. Um, and, and the odds are very, very, very likely it'll be by the end of this year. Interesting. Okay, thanks. Now, one thing, I'm trying to remember the, the word they used for this, but I uh, wanted to let everyone know, I think it was quite a few shows back now, we were talking about how Google should have handled links versus doing this Penguin thing, um, which are not just Penguin. Penguin did a lot more than just that, but um, how links were essentially being penalized if you paid for them. I guess that was even Panda, a whole bunch of stuff. They're all melding into these. <laughs> getting all confused. Yeah, they're all together. <laughs> um, in any case, we we kind of thought that, that there should have been a way to disavow links. There's some way that you should have been able to do it through Google Webmaster Tools, so at least you could prevent yep. any issues of of uh, SEOs uh, trying to harm, or not SEOs, but any business trying to harm your business through negative link building. Well, Google has right. announced that that's coming. When that's going to come, I don't know. I'm very glad that that's finally come. It seems absolutely. Well, I've gotten. I've got many words for this that I can't say, but it's pretty ridiculous and taking so long. And that's something because Vance Matt talked about it specifically, and he said it's something they've talked about for a long time that they haven't really decided if it's something they're going to do yet. Um, it makes sense for them to do it. So. Um, if we're talking about an announcement at SMX Advance, I was there when he was taking it, and I wouldn't have called it an announcement that they're going to do it. If there's been another announcement since then, I haven't heard it. Was it something since SMX Advance? Uh, let's see here. Uh, a few, I'm just reading this quote-unquote from Barry Schwartz. It says, a, food, a few days ago I posted on Google Plus that the disavow link tool that is expected to be released by Google in the upcoming months makes me, makes me a bit sad. And he goes on about all this. So I don't know. I yeah. don't know whether he's basing that on they, what he was talking uh, about or not. I'd say, they'd prob- I'd say they'll probably do something, but uh, Matt was very specific that they haven't decided. Yeah, it looks to me like you're right. It looks like he's still basing that on uh, on the SMX. So like you said, it's not 100%, but it doesn't make any yeah. sense why they wouldn't do it. Not that that makes yeah, any does. difference, but <laughs> yeah. Google doesn't seem to why, like, why like to make, make sense. Very, why does it make very sad? Because I, I think it'd be a great thing to be able to do that. Well, what makes him sad is it's a, a longer discussion, really. It's just quite a, a rant, but about how he feels the the uh, community uh, is no longer together anymore, doesn't back each other up. And, um, it's quite on. It's quite a long read. I think you should read it, and we'll talk about it maybe on Monday, the next show, because right. it's interesting. It's. I don't know. I wrote my opinions in there. I, I don't know. But we'll talk about I did, it. I did, read, <laughs> I did read something um, the past week. Uh, John Mueller, who we've had on the show, was talking on one of the webmaster forums. And somebody asked a question about the recover from Penguin. You know, it, how, some of the links you can't get rid of. If you clean, clean up, say, 80% or 85% of your links, is that enough to get you back, um, you know, recovered from Penguin? And John Mueller said, yeah, that would probably get you back in. 
So, exactly. so they're definitely not taking a super heavy hand where you have to clean up 100% of the problems, um, which is good to hear. They're, they're at least applying a little bit of flexibility. So if you do have the problems, John Mueller has said, if you clean up 85% of them, that should be good enough to get you back in. Now, that should be taken with a grain of salt because if those remaining 15% that you can't get rid of are the worst possible links, they still might have a problem with it. So, But right. that, was, that was encouraging to hear. Well, I think they'd they like... One thing that they did mention, and, and I can't remember where I read this, but I know that I did read this, that they really just want proof. You've got to, if you outline what you've been doing, they want to see a proof that you are reducing the amount of links here that you had that were bad. Um, if they can see that you're doing something, that makes a huge improvement in your chances of getting back into the rankings again. So that's yeah, good, too. And, they realize uh, that you, was, you know, I think they like, realize that you it, can't get all of them out they, at once, so they, they've, got to, they've got to give you some benefit for trying. Absolutely. I heard, heard one story, and I can't remember if it was at the show or an article, um, but it was like they randomly will check like 50 links. If, you, if you've got a problem, it's your backlink. So they'll pull 50 of them and randomly check and see some issues. If you say we fix things, they'll go back and look at those same 50, and if they're all exactly the same, um, they're going to say, no, you haven't. If, you, if half of them are fixed, they might say, well, maybe not enough. So they're not checking every single link either. They're just looking at samplings. Right. You have to hope they pick the right ones to sample when you go fix them. Well, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, I've got a, uh, a couple of questions I want to answer from our listeners. SEO Great. 101 will be back right after recess. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sword with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Let's go inside the WebmasterRadio.fm production studio, where the production team is stitching up podcasts to load up into the WebmasterRadio.fm stitcher channel. Rock on, Laurie, and rock the world with LinkedIn. Welcome to Domain Masters, a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. Hey, I want to welcome you to this edition of the SEO Rockstars. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly, and you're listening to the Cyber Law and Business Report. And welcome to CEO Coach. Listen to all of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm podcasts without downloading. Only on the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Just click on the Stitcher banner on our website. Radio's virtual autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class. 
Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So before we uh, finish up the show here, I wanted to get a couple questions in. We're trying to do this every episode so we can catch up here. I know there's been quite a few, and thank you. Please keep it up. Uh, and I, again, if I miss someone, please let me know. I, I I went just went through the list and went, okay, no, we've read, we've answered this one, we've answered this one. <laughs> uh, I want to make sure we didn't miss anyone. So uh, this is a question from Joe. He says, I want to delete old versions of WordPress blog posts. Any good WordPress plugins for this? Now, I'm not exactly sure, you know, why you need a plugin to delete old posts. Uh, do you know anything about this, three, uh, John? I'm, I'm guessing he wants the 301 URL somewhere. And um, Joe's just recently, in the past week or two, updated his WordPress SEO plugin. And I noticed that at a, pay, at a post level, he allows you to assign a 301. So if you install Yoast SEO plugin and you go to that page, towards the bottom, you scroll down to the Yoast tools, and one of them is redirect, 301 redirect this page, and it gives you the option to put in a new URL. So if that's what you're looking for, an individual post redirection, the Yoast program, the Yoast plugin does a great job of that. Yeah, and I I did a uh, presentation on the Yoast plugin just uh, last week. I think it was. Uh, I, I really I, I looked at all the other SEO plugins and all the ones I've used, and uh, I mean I love Headspace too, but just nothing compares to what Yoast has done. So huge kudos to him, and it's pretty cool to say. I, from his perspective, I think it's pretty cool to say that I went and did a presentation in Canada uh, about his present about his tool almost com- exclusively. And uh, he's all the way in the Netherlands doing well. So, anyways, uh, good good work, and it's it's a fantastic plugin. Uh, some of the things you can do is just amazing. I can't I can't recommend it enough for for really gaining control of the SEO of a work. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, this is one I feel like we might have answered. And uh, part of me, you, maybe you can remember this, Johnny says. Uh, question: I'm living, listening live. What is the best practice, or maybe even a site? you can recommend to get links from that is not deemed black hat. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he means category, a type of site. It's, uh, it sounds to me like he's trying to find a, a link building technique that's not black hat that works really well. And, and to me, I mean, it's <laughs> what, I mean, if it really depends how purist you are in, Technically, link building as an actual activity is considered unethical to fanatical SEOs because <laughs> you're not just generating them naturally. Um, but if we're talking about actually finding them, I like using tools like BuzzStream has a great tool that allows you to find um, links that may be of, of relevance to you. Um, so does on, on Tolo. Uh, they help you find things like that. Of course, they cost money. Um, in terms of a search... Uh, I like to look for bloggers, anyone who may be talking about the same talk uh, market that you're in uh, that may be interested in giving you a link because you genuinely have good content. You're not going to get anything if you don't have something that's worthwhile linking to. And what are your thoughts, John? Um, yeah, if I had to pick a technique right now that I'd say is probably one of the safer techniques is guest posting. 
if you could, you know, doing guest posting and putting a link or two in your in your guest post, if the, the poster will allow you to, it's probably one of the safer ones. Um, and the tools that, that I've never used it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. And Smarties, um, my guest blog, I guess my guest post or my guest blog post dot com, um, where she connects bloggers who need content with people who would like to guest post on blog sites. So. Uh, I'd look into that. I'd love to hear your guys' feedback on that, too. Um, I've heard good feedback from it, though I've never used it personally. Yeah, it's myblogguest.com, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've heard nothing but good things about it, too. No, I haven't used it. I keep meaning to, but then again, I keep meaning to write an actual article for my own blog. So <laughs> I have to get around to that first. <laughs> yeah, that will probably be the priority there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that question, Hampig. Um now, Martin from Brazil, let's get this one in before we we're clear up here. It says, um, I'm a manager of a big company's fan page right now with 123,000 fans. Wow, that is, that's impressive. And all the, with, all, yeah, with all the insights and tracking I've done manually, or he's, done this, he's done that manually, but he needs more accurate data. He wished he knew something like, quote unquote, how many fans we had at the beginning of the year and stuff like that so I could show better results. Could you please recommend a better solution like an app or something along those lines? Uh, well, not really my department, any, but I mean, uh, what do you? Th- <laughs> I literally, I, I don't. There's so many tools now, and they keep growing weekly. Well, what do you think, do you, John? Do you think of one right away? Well, if you think about that, you know, the tools that you use, any tool that you find is only going to be able to collect data from this the day you install it forward. So none of these tools are going to be able to tell you how many fans you had at the beginning of the year. Um, the closest you'll be able to get to that is the Facebook analytics, you know, built into Facebook. Um, but I don't think it goes back that far. It, it may. Um, but any new tool you install now is going to be for the future. So you're not going to get that back data anyway. Um, you know, there's, there's a number of them out there. And I apologize because I'm in my car traveling back from Ohio and I don't have my computer in front of me. But I know some of the, some of the tools like Hootsuite have analytic data that they collect as well. Um, they're doing Facebook now as well. Um, Google Analytics itself has included quite a bit of social data, um, so I'm not sure it collects that particular, like, like you know, fans and likes of that. But it'll collect a lot of social data for you. Um, and I know there's a number of tools out there. Maybe we'll, we'll, we can publish some on our Facebook page directly. You know, once I can get back to a computer and compile a couple for you. Well, I, I do know one that is, that is fantastic, but I don't know about how long, how far you can go back. Uh, but, I mean, in terms of, of generating data and stuff, there's nothing I know of that matches Social Bro uh, for free. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you ever tried that, John? I have not. Uh, wait till you see this. You'll be hooked. It's fabulous. Anyone out there who hasn't played with it, you're going to be thankful I mentioned it. Um, because it's it's the detail you can get on someone's uh, another person's account is stunning. Uh, it's really kind of scary, but uh, I don't know about the historical data. I know that that's a huge market, and there's a lot of people that that, are, that want it. I know that if you want historical data for things like Twitter, you pay through the teeth for that data. Uh, oh, yeah. I, can you imagine? I mean, imagine the amount of storage they'd need to to keep that stuff. That's why it must be. Uh, yeah. So you know they've got to pass right. along that cost somehow. Yeah, and a lot of the data they store is the content, not necessarily the metrics. So, like you know, Twitter specifically, like the site like Radian Six, 
they've got like the past six or seven years worth of every tweet anybody ever made stored somewhere, but that doesn't mean they have the metrics of how many followers an individual person had or how many retweets a certain tweet got. Some of those really important metrics that you're really going to want to know. So, you know, it's really, I think, going to need to be a tool specifically designed around the metrics that you're interested in, not just the historical content. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I hope that helps you. I'm sorry we can't be a little more clear, but uh, it's being social. We we have some obviously some experience in social, being in the, the SEO market. But when you get into the, some of the programs, I can't speak for John completely, but I, I know I'm not nearly as up to date as I would be if it was an SEO program. Uh, so I apologize. But uh, if I can think of something, I know we're working on a few things. In fact, socialmediatips.com is going to be launching soon. I know I've said that before, but yay, we're actually getting there. Um, and that should have some some help for you in there. Uh, have your programmer put out a hit on me yet? No, <laughs> he's 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 not tickled. But uh, for everyone yeah. else out there, John gave me some fantastic tips on uh, social media tips and how to improve it. And ironically, yet it made us a little more uh, a little later on our launch. But you know what? It's worth every 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 second. It's going to be worth it. So uh, our I was worried that my programmer might take a hit out on him. It's a lot of work we got to do. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad I'm, I don't have to hide yet. No, not yet. No, no. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, remember, our show is on at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday. And you can reach John uh, via Twitter at, at John Carcutt and myself via email, ross at stepforth.com, anytime. And uh, we'll do our best to answer any questions on the show or if we have a sec, even from email, at least in my case. So thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody.